You're listening to Cross the Line 1524, the Common Man's Podcast. Well, I came here for just one drink, and that's all I got now, don't you think? Hey, no, that's right, that's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy, just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the line, 1524. So I'm Alan Stanger. That's Dwayne Bischoff walking down there. Wave, Dwayne. Say hi. Hey, how you doing? We're the 15 side. Yeah. And I'm Jeff Montag. I'm Reuben Hunt, and we're from the 24 side of Franklin County. How did Reuben get twice as loud as Jeff? I don't Jeff? know. Gotcha. He's always twice as loud as me. No one listens, that's why. <laughs> well, we listen. It's just <laughs> what comes out sometimes. <laughs> so we want to head that direction. He's all hooked up, Alan. All right, so let's all head, we'll head over there. You want to have him do a little man. sound check to make sure you're good? Talk a little bit, wild man. I'm doing good. How about you? Ah, uh, doing good, doing good. I think we got him. Got it. This is like the traveling minstrels. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> it's like the street musicians. So first of all, we grew up. You know, oh yeah. Watching you. Freeze your ass off on a billboard. Yep, 1991. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. So, so tell everybody. 61 days. 61 days. Tell everybody what you've been doing since then. Well, I was, I was, I was at, at 91. So I left EBN in 2011. So that's when they purged the morning show. And you hate to badmouth anybody, but the morning show hasn't been anything since. Uh, WEBN is pretty much um, a uh, well. The legacy's gone. I mean, the great legacy that the station built. Frank Wood and his dad and that. Uh, corporate America came in and pretty much ruined it. I mean, there's the, the stuff that we did on, in, in, the, in the 80s up until you know, 2000. They don't do any of that kind of stuff anymore. And maybe a lot of it's because we've all gotten so politically correct. But I left there in uh, 2011. And I went worked for a small station in town. It was called um, Real Talk 1160. And we were just starting to build an audience there because I was pretty much doing sports talk. But the owner of that station found out that the general manager was stealing him blind, and he was in Saginaw, Michigan, so he came down and shut that station down and sold it to a Christian network. So they took over that. So I was out of work, you know, maybe a a week, and then I I hooked on with a station out in Hamilton called Class X Radio, which is classic, classic rock. But that station there is everybody's a volunteer, and unless you sell... You don't get paid. But I still had a lot of contacts, so I worked with him for about three, about three, four, five, five years maybe. And then I just got tired of doing it because I realized that station wasn't going anywhere. And then uh, during the pandemic, uh, I had talked about writing a book for a long time, but the pandemic probably was a blessing because I was able to sit down and put all my thoughts together. And I got a hold of a guy who lives in Cleveland. And uh, he wrote a book about the Cincinnati Royals, which was our basketball team that left in 72. Well, I got a hold of, his name's Jerry Schultz. So I got a hold of him and said, 
when I saw he was writing this book, I said, I got to tell you some stories. So I told him some stories about the Royals because from 70 to 72, I didn't miss a game. I went to the last home game in the Gardens. I went to the last home game in Cleveland. Last home game in Cleveland is God is my judge. Following the game, Nate Archibald scores 45 points, right? They win that game. They won their last home game, won their last road game. Following the game, Nate Archibald saw me and said, are you going home tonight? I said, yeah. I said, we're not hanging around here. He goes, well, our season's over. I don't want to hang around here. Can I ride home with you? So Nate Archibald, who's a Hall of Famer, rode home with me that night. <laughs> yep, sure did. We dropped him off at the airport. I remember him scaling the fence like a gazelle to go get his, uh, to go get his car. Oh, boy. So I told Jerry about that. He put me in his book. And so I thought, well, there's going to be a good you know, connection here because he probably he's writing a book now, and he's done pretty well with it. So I reached out to him, and he said, yeah, you know, I'm interested in doing it. So we met up in Middletown. We talked about how we wanted to outline, uh, you know, lay it out. And I pretty much said, okay, we'll do the chapters. We'll do 14 chapters in honor of Pete Rose. That's, you know, that's why there's 14. There you go. Of course. And uh, we just started doing them. And he would call me, and I would, you know, talk on the phone to him, and I could hear him typing. And then he said, all right, well, we're done. So I'll send it to you. So he'd send it to me email, uh, email and I'd look at it, and I'd go, okay, that's fine. Take out that, take out that word. Move that, pat, you know, move that stuff around. I don't want to see that. And then one thing led to another, and then we knocked it out in like less than six months. And uh, we went through Amazon, and people can buy it through Amazon. But the thing is, I don't make any money on it, so don't buy it through Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. so where can you get it then, other than Amazon? Other than when I do there. all the book signings do all around signings. town, and I've been everywhere, man. I want to tell you, I've been all, everywhere around you know, Kentucky and Indiana. I was down at, you know where Borderline Bar and Grill is? Yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I know Kimmy. I've been there, you know, doing a sign in there. So I've been out and about. And uh, the, uh, um, so that's how it started. So I've been, I'm, 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 I'm close to 1,200 copies sold now, personally. I've sold probably about 80 copies on the, on the through Amazon, I think. But I'm, I'm close to 1,200. When I hit 1,400, there's that number again. That's when I'm going to do the revised edition. Because, of course, after I write the book, I'm laying in bed thinking about something. I'm going, why didn't I put that story in there? Right. How did I leave that one out? So there's probably like 20 more stories. In fact, they're in that box bag there that I can put into the book so, to add to right. it. Question on your book. If you had to describe your book to the crew and everybody here, what kind of book is it? It's about my, my radio career. Your my radio 30 career. Radio career okay. and, and the stories all of the stuff what And all the stories, the, how I got started, which was a very strange way how I got started. And would, you know, people have heard different stories about it. Well, I tell it's all right in the book, and you know the uh, Pete Rose chapter. Of course, I knew how I know Pete and stuff, and, and you know it, it. You know, I'm really happy with it. it. Turned out perfect. It really did. And everybody that's bought a copy from me has told me that they they love the book. You know, I haven't had anybody say, "Ah, that book sucks." You know. Everybody's bought a copy of the book. It loves it because it brings back a lot of memories of you grew up with EBN. You know, if you grew up with EBN in the '80s through 2000. You remember all those stories, or you forgot some of those stories. Sure. You know, I always, I always refer back to this picture. Now, people at home can't see this, but I always, I always show this one here that, that people just, like, would, would, would die because you couldn't do that today on radio. That, bill, <laughs> oh, no. that, yeah. that billboard out on 75. <laughs> yeah, I remember oh, that. Oh, my God, it had the I city in an uproar. You, yeah. could, well, you couldn't do that kind of stuff. From, from memories to half the stuff you did, you couldn't do anymore. No, I mean, no. But it was, I mean, no. it was stupid fun, but today someone would be offended. Oh, and they would. They would be offended. You'd have a problem. And it was cool this year because when the Bengals made their run, 
you know, I was getting calls because about the billboard, and I went to the last Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. So that kind of helped sell the book, too. There you go. You know. Awesome. So you're talking to to four guys that graduated in the early 80s, so we were right there. Oh, yeah. EBN was what it was all about. What was it? It was it. The Dawn Patrol and that whole group. Absolutely. Absolutely. uh, I mean, yeah, the morning right show today isn't near. Oh uh, no! It's, now the Bob the producer the morning show was the was the right end. Oh man. yeah, you never yeah. knew what to expect. You're right. right. You're know, right. When I when I took a day off or went on vacation, I was always like, "What am I missing? You know, what am I missing?" I mean, I mean, I could have done probably some of it around, but you had to be in the studio because the stuff that went on you know, off the mic. Oh my God! <laughs> yeah. Well, you how know. did you get the name Wild Man? There. That well, that's in the book. You have to buy a copy of the book. Copy. So, oh my God! So, so that was my that was my CB <laughs> handle back in the seventies. Yeah. So the and I was living in Terre Haute, Indiana, and I talk about how I got to see Larry Bird first play in, in Terre Haute at Indiana awesome. State University. Yeah. So I'm nice. going to come onto the court, and a buddy of mine was like a lifetime student there, and he said. <laughs> you need to see. You need to see this player that Indiana just got. Indiana State got. So I go down and I watch him in practice. I go, where did where'd this guy come from? And he said Indiana. He didn't like Indiana. Well, I saw one game and I went, oh my God, you know, this is you know, you don't see these guys once in a lifetime. Right. It's kind of like Joe Burrow. Right. right. And uh, so I got to see all the games that Larry played at Indiana State University. Mm-hmm. But oh, I was cool. going back and forth. I was living in Terre Haute, but I was going to St. Louis because the Reds were playing in St. Louis. So I would go to St. Louis to see the Reds play. Everybody had a CB back in the seventies, and I, my my handle was the Party Man. Blaker one night's the Party Man. How we look in there going westbound, and my buddy who was with me, Jack, says, "You're not the Party Man. You're the Wild Man." And I went, "I like that better." So that's how that started. And then I would call in Bob Trumpy when he had his talk show. You know, this is Wild Man's, and I right. and it stuck. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Cool. There you go. So the one thing I realized, I did read part of the book. You've been to more concerts than I could ever imagine. It's how many concerts do you think you've been to? Oh, I, oh my God, I'd say close to, say five hundred maybe. Yeah, it's, but it's I mean, amazing. a lot of those five hundreds I've seen. You know, saw the Beatles twice, wow. saw Led Zeppelin twice, I saw the Who four times, saw ACDC like twelve times, Metallica like fifteen times. Wow. But I, but here's what killed me after I write the book, and I and I look in it, I go. How did I not put foreigner in there? Right. Or great white. I just saw great white. I was like embarrassed to talk to the guy. So I've got those written down of the bands that you know that I didn't put in here. But you know, and I've got the pictures from the Beatles, you know, that I found. And the Beatles ticket, four dollars and seventy-five cents. And at Crosley Field, five dollars and fifty cents. Wow. And I sold those two ticket stubs to sports investments out in Montgomery for six hundred dollars. Yeah, oh my God. He, and he probably sold it to a place in New York yeah, for probably a grand. Right. Yeah, right. or double. But, for yeah. Two, but two, two ticket stuffs for that kind of money. Wow. Only wow. in America, yeah. You know, Amazing. being a sports commentator, what you when you obviously seen a lot of sports. And what is your your greatest sports memory that you've been doing this whole? What would be the greatest? My greatest sports memory? I mean, obviously Pete Rose moment was probably one, but. Ah. Uh, I would say the Cyclones winning the, the first championship okay. because we dominated the league. We right. won every award. Okay. We won the defenseman of the year, the coach of the year, rookie of the year, the MVP. We, you know, we set a record you know, in, in attendance-wise. This picture here is from the second championship right. because that, that was the one that we were down three games to one in three different series and came back to win it. And we were the only sixth team in 
pro hockey history ever to come down from a three to one deficit to win a championship. Right. But that first one, you know, that was a sweet one because we just dominated the league. Right. We just well, dominated the league. Well, you mentioned the Cyclones. I mean, that's something that I mean, we knew, we remember it from yeah. being kids. But I mean, today's now they got you know they got the hockey coming back. But that's one of the sports from that era that people just don't think about. But it was a very good team. Oh, and out at the gardens yeah. too was just that right. was the that yeah. was the best place. It, it was. really was. Our era growing up, it was the Cincinnati Stingers. Yeah, oh, Stingers, yeah. Yeah. Stingers. Yeah, I only yeah. got to see a few Stinger games because I was living out of town at the time right. and doing a working another yeah, right, regular I've, job. But yeah. I saw a few Stingers games, and then the Tigers came in, and I saw they were only here a year, and I saw probably half their home games because I had a buddy that worked for them, so he would hook me up. And then we kind of went dormant for a while, and then the Cyclones came into town, you know, and I was there with them over twenty years, you know. Yeah. I've got two championship rings, you know, right. from the clones. Awesome. And I still talk to the former owner. I see the former owner every year. He's the president of the Tennessee Smokies baseball team, which is the double A team for the Cubs. That double A team has sent Schwarber and all those guys, you know, they had come through there, you know, the part of the Cubs yeah. farm system. So I go down and see him every year because he was such a great guy. And uh, he's the, he was the final push to write the book because we were talking about writing the book. And I'm going, ah. And he says, you got a lot of pictures to go with that book? I go, oh, yeah, I got a ton of pictures to go with that book. I said, I got a ton of pictures to go with that book. He says, you need to do this. So when he told me that, you know, and then I said, okay. So it wasn't long after that we started writing the book. Awesome. Yeah. Great. So you indicated that you lived in Terre Haute at least for a time. So where did you grow up? You grew up? I grew up in Cincinnati, yeah, on the east side. I went to Anderson High School. Okay. Went to Anderson High School. Uh that was it two years ago. Yeah, two years ago, out of the blue, a couple of girls that I went to school with nominated me for a, um, uh, what was the, the award? Uh, a the a Distinguished Alumni Award. Oh, me. Okay. Distinguished <laughs> Alumni, baby. So they had a nice little dinner, and there was four of us, and now my picture's on the wall in the hallways of Anderson High School. That's when right. I'm long gone, but I'd still be there. Uh, you got I'll your mark. Yeah, Distinguished there Alumni Award. That was great. So, That's cool. So was I remember going up and accepting the award, and when I got up there, I said, if Ed Hoffer and Roger Grooms go to see me now, and everybody knew who I was talking about. They just cracked up because Ed Hoffer was my baseball coach and my English teacher, and Roger Grooms, I'd had him for speech teacher one year, and he was like one of the replacement umpires back in the 70s when they went on strike. So I made sure I mentioned those two guys. So they can only see me now. So, so was it your endeavor to get on radio, or how? Did oh that yeah, happen? yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's in the book. I mean, I, I, you know, I really didn't have the grades to go to. I had the grades. I probably could have went to UC, but I might have got caught up in everything else there. And I saw a, an ad in Sport Magazine, and it was it said School of Famous Broadcasters become a broadcaster. So I sent the thing in. The guy came to the house, and we started talking about going to the school. Well, the school nearest school was Columbus, so we worked it out where I would go uh, three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I think it was, and then I would come back home. I'd ride the Greyhound bus back. Oh, that was slow. Yeah. Boy, stories I could tell about that, but that was only a six-month course, so the course, you know, I breezed through that. That was not anybody. Anybody could have went to them. All them kind of courses are really a rip-off. They are. I mean, they just take people's money. So I came back to Cincinnati and. And had my diploma and went to all the radio stations. And all the line I kept getting was, we, you need more experience. I go, well, how am I going to get any experience if you don't give me a chance? Oh, we like your audition tape, but you need experience. So I pretty much gave up on it. And then that was, this was like 1970, 71, pretty much gave up on it. Then I'm down at the ballpark in 1983, and I run into some guys from WEBN standing at the rail where I would stay with my buddies. 
And I had talked to the one guy, Michael Luzak, who was on the air three to six every day because he was a Cleveland Browns fan. I grew up as a Browns fan, believe it or not, because that's all we had. So he, I knew the, I knew all yeah. about the Browns. Yeah. I mean, I, knew, I remember the Browns championship of 64 like it was yesterday. You know, black and yeah. white television. You had to get up and change the channel, man. <laughs> Come on. So, I, you know, so me and him had a good rapport there, and I walked over and introduced myself. We just talking about talking about the Reds and the Bengals. And he said, "Man, you know," he goes, "We've been looking for a guy like you just to come in, come in and talk." I said, "Well, you don't have to look any farther, man. I've seen it all in this town." <laughs> so one thing led to another, and and then uh, this was '83, and I was so mad at the Reds because they were going to finish in last place again. So I did, this, and I saw these banners flying over the stadium because I'd put banners out in left field, and the, and the Gestapo would come and take them down. Yeah, that would say Pete Rose forever, Dick Wagner never. And they would always take them down. So I said, you know what? I'm going to find out how much it costs to fly this airplane. So I called the uh, banner place out at um, Lunkin Airport. He said $250. I said, I can raise that. I had that money raised in a week. So I decided to fly the banner on July 9th. Pete Rose and the Phillies were in town for a four-game series. Really odd. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. The banner flies on Saturday, which was Farmer's Night. I figured if they're going to have any kind of crowd, that'll be the crowd. So the banner flies. Pete Rose forever, Dick Wagner never. And the crowd was cheering and laughing and sure. that. Well, that, that Monday, I'm, at, I'm, at, I'm working at Woolworths at Beach Mom Mall. I was in charge of the sporting goods department. We had a great sporting goods department, man. We had rifles, shotguns, BB guns, oh, yeah. <laughs> fishing. We had it all. And the phone rings. And they said, and I had to walk over to the service desk to answer the phone. And Luzak's calling me. He said, well, man, did you hear the news? I said, what? He goes, you got Dick Wagner fired. I said, what? He goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> and they just fired him about 10 minutes ago. Well, then the phone just kept calling. Well, the phone just kept ringing because I went to the channel. I went to Channel 5, 9, and 12 about what I was going to do. And I remember 9 and 12 did a little story about, and then EBN did a story about how I was going to go to the air. Well, now the phone's ringing off the hook, and the manager's getting all mad because people are calling me. A, place from a, a newspaper in Hawaii called me, one of my thoughts about it. <laughs> So that, this was Monday. So I go to the Reds game, of course, that night. And uh, the, uh, the Reds, uh, the Phillies won that game. And I go down to the clubhouse. And I'm waiting on Pete. Pete comes out of the clubhouse and sees me. And he says, that banner freaking got him fired, didn't it? <laughs> and I said, well, I don't know. But I said, but I think I had a hand in it. So, that, so then I kind of got the ball rolling. And he said, well, come in. We'll try to figure out something to do. We just kept doing things. And then we had a change in program directors. And he really liked me, and Luzak was pushing for me. And I just kept doing oddball things, getting my name in the paper and that. Next thing you know, they said, we're going to have a, a change in the morning show. We're going to put you on the morning show. And, I, and this is in the book, Frank Wood Jr., mastermind genius. Because he was the one that really wanted rock music. And I remember going by his office. He said, well, man, come here a second. And I walk in his office. I said, what's up, Bo? He goes, well, you've been bugging us for two years to be on the air. So here's your chance. I said, just give me the ball, coach. I'll run with it. There you go. <laughs> awesome. And the rest of the essay is history. <laughs> it's right there in the book. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty yeah. cool. So we yeah. need to let you go because your book signing is going to start yep. here in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you got a crowd gathering here. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's awesome, awesome. Maybe but we'll hook up with you after you're done signing. What's Just, that? I said we'll hook up with hook you again. Oh, Yo, yeah, you definitely, please, yeah. yeah. I want to tell you one more story. Yeah. When, uh, when, we, we were, when we were let go, me and Bob were let go on that, I think it was a Friday. We weren't, out, we weren't out in the car five minutes, and it was leaked out. And John Keeswetter, who writes, used to write for the Inquirer, called me up, and he said, well, what's your thoughts here? And I said, man, he said, I said, I got nothing, nothing bad to say. I said, I had a great run. I yeah. said, I got to go to the Super Bowl. I got to go to the 
you know, the Final Four. I got to go to see the Reds in the World Series in 1990. So I got nothing to complain about. I said, I wish it could have went longer, but hey, you know, you did, it is what it is. Right. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it was funny that we weren't out the door five minutes and then somebody already knew about it. <laughs> you know, small town. <laughs> yeah, small town. And that's before. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was before so his Facebook. Media. Oh my God! Yeah, media. Media. before it really hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so we're going to let Wild Man sign some books. So for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and our special guest, Wild Man Walker, we'll radio, radio legend, my own mind. There you go. Let's hear it for Wild Man. All right. You know what goes with blues? Bourbon. And on April 30th, we've got a special night of bourbon. Mr. Stephen Fontaine from Limestone Branch Distillery will be in Brookville, Indiana at the VFW to do a special tasting. That's right, right here in Brookville, Indiana, Mr. Stephen Fontaine. The guided tasting starts at 6 p.m., doors open at 5, and a meal follows. This is sponsored by Batesville Liquor Co., Tebby Liquor, Cross the Line 1524, and let's do a tasting. Tickets are $35 for the tasting and the meal, or $10 just for the meal. You can get tickets at Tebby Liquor, Batesville Liquor Co., VFW Post 2014 in Brookville, Indiana, or on eventbrite.com. Tickets are going fast. We hope to see you all there April 30th at the Brookville VFW Post 2014 in Brookville, Indiana. We welcome Mr. Stephen Fontaine from Limestone Branch Distillery. Get your tickets now. They're going fast. Can't wait to see you. Gilman Home Centers with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio. And you know what? It's time for your lawn and garden needs and they've got it. Be the envy of your own neighborhood. They've got seeds, they got plants that have fertilizer and potting soils. Everything to get your garden started. Tool rails, do you need a tiller? Or a mini excavator maybe, depending on how big you're doing. They've got them. Check out Gilman Home Center's tool rental section. Last but not least, it's that time of year to start fishing. Then check out their fishing supplies and get your fishing license. All at Gilman Home Center's. Your one-stop shop for all your home improvement needs. Check them out at GilmanHomeCenters.com for the nearest location to you. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? Well, it's time for something different. Check out Hometown Radio USA. The best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA, you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. You're on the wrong, wrong side, side of the, the tracks. tracks. Get on the right county. So first of all, if you guys have not got over to get a book from Wild Man Walker, you need to do so. Yes. I got a chance to read most of the book, and I got to tell you, it uh, it gives you insight to the wild man's life. That's right. Well, he, an insight to he, the he's history. Done things most of us only dream about doing. 
Well, in history to the or insight to the history of Cincinnati radio sports for yeah. you know a good twenty years back when back when things were were good. Yeah, they were. So a, a couple quick things. You'll see flyers we have around here for a tasting. Uh, Stephen Fonte from uh, Yellowstone Bourbon Limestone Branch will be in Brookville, Indiana, on April 30th doing a guided tasting. It's an opportunity to uh, sit down, enjoy some bourbon with one of the premier uh, brand ambassadors and bourbon stewards. And uh, we'll enjoy some. And like I've told some people too, this isn't just sit down with a flight of shots and do shots and go home. This is an educational, entertaining. Uh, Group or gathering where you get to taste some fine bourbon and then learn how to taste it properly. Yeah, so, so along with the tasting, there's a meal. Uh, you can't beat it. The tasting and a meal is only 35 bucks. If you just want to go for the meal, you're not a bourbon person, it's 10 bucks. Uh, there's going to be a guest uh, uh, bourbon bartender there that's doing specialty bourbon cocktails. Uh, it'll be a good time. Once again, it's April 30th. Uh, tickets are available here at Batesville Liquor Co., at Tebby Liquor in Brookville, and online at eventbrite.com. So the tickets are going fast. They'll be sold out by the time of the tasting, so get them now. So get them on your way out today. Grab a bottle and grab a couple tickets. So one of the tastings going on tonight's Bullet Bourbon, right up front here by the storefront, uh, and they're, they are doing custom labels. You have uh, three spots on the label. They can do things for you. Uh, it's an awesome opportunity to get your own bullet bourbon label. How about that? I think we may have to get one for the Western right. Nail Speakeasy. Might have to be a Speakeasy bourbon yeah, there. I that's see cool. It. That's cool. That is pretty neat. So there's wine tastings going on as well. So get your book, get your bourbon, get your wine, repeat. Some vodka too, I think, over there. They were doing some vodka tasting, yeah. Yeah. Are they? All yeah, because right. my, my wife was sampling. That's why she's happy. She's happy. Belvedere. 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 Yeah, so it's very good. At least that's what my wife said. I got to get so one of guys, these. guys, how's your week been? Uh, mine's been crazy. It's been just crazy busy, which is great, but I'm glad that it's Friday night and we're here and enjoying a, a sip and with some friends and Wildman Walker. It's just been a good week. Yeah, so cool. yeah, I've had a I've had a good week. Um, no fires to put out this no, week. No, that so was far. last weekend. Last <laughs> weekend, so I was I was messed up all week because I did work Sunday on an emergency issue, and uh, and so the rest of the week was kind of all whacked out. You know how that goes when when your weekend gets messed up. So I was real glad when this Friday came around. So when I think I'm all clear because. There's nobody in the plant this weekend. <laughs> when you're batching it now, too, for the last few days. Yeah, right. Robin's, uh, Robin's in North Carolina with her mom and uh, visiting her aunt and uncle down there. And they're, I'm sure they're having a good time. And uh, the, the couple pictures I saw, it looked like they had wine in hand. And she had, her, <laughs> she had what I call her wine face on. Her wine face. <laughs> I've seen that before. Yeah. Just sort of like your yeah. bourbon face. Something like that. And yeah. nobody's ran over any deer or anything. So it's no, been a good week. <laughs> haven't had any of that going on. Yeah. So no, the bad thing good. is nobody's able to let the dogs out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lonely walk. Oh. I, I, I'd say something, but I'm going to leave that one go. Yeah. Oh, Ruben, how about you? I have to tell you, I've had a great week, guys. It's been good. It's been a couple of weeks. I've seen you guys. I've been busy, and you guys have been busy. And well, we're piling it on because we're podcasting tomorrow night too. 
We are. You I said it. Okay. Is that tomorrow night? That's tomorrow night. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's, <laughs> you got to read. You, you got to read the, today. You got to read the text <laughs> you read before you respond. The tour bus. No. We oh, bought a tour bus. Today. You didn't buy it, did you? Yes, yeah. we did. We sent the photos out. I, I was so busy today. I sent, not, we sent I mean, you I the bill. Did you see the photos? Yeah. But I would. I guess I need to read the backstory. I was getting way behind. You know, I looked today, and I looked, there's like 15 messages from you guys like, I don't even have time to read these right now. No kidding. Well, okay, great. There we go. <laughs> we we haven't bought it yet. Yeah. I didn't think you did. But yeah. I was going to go looking. with it. We're looking. Yeah. It's at the auction, right, tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to get down there tomorrow. and try to get down there and look at it on my way home from Old Man's it Breakfast. It's locked up. I couldn't get in it. Oh, yeah. So. How about you, Alan? You, how's your week? Oh, it's been crazy. And once again, I am not friends with the Indiana Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Oh, my God. I saw that. I saw that today. I may have to go to a different brand. Where did you go? Brookville. Oh, it's the worst. Sweetest ladies are the sweetest ladies. Yeah. Here's the deal. So we... I think it might be the person going in. So a couple years ago, right before COVID, our church, somebody donated a bus to us. Right. So COVID hit. The bus sat. We quite honestly forgot about it. Uh Uh-oh. Somebody wants to buy it. So we're going to sell it. So I go to pull the paperwork out, and here the title was never transferred. So right. I'm like, well, i got to pay a penalty. And right. So knowing how the license branch works in word shirts, I take our articles of incorporation. I take our tax ID number. Shows me being, you know, president. Right, who you are. I get up there. She pulls it up, you know, the state website, shows us where the church. She says, sir, uh, I now need two Two mailings with the church name address on them. Oh, you're kidding me. Even no. though she's got the articles of incorporation, which were mailed, <coughs> and the tax ID, which were mailed. They didn't count. Yeah, yeah you well, got to have a... It's a so state some state. of us work and it's have a, to take off. They're the government. They're yeah, here to it's help. A, it's, a, yeah. Yeah. it's a state thing. <laughs> right. I don't know that it would have been any different. So I hear a lot of good things about the Lawrenceburg branch, but... Oh, no. I don't know that oh yeah. heck no. I don't know that it would have been any different... I uh, we, you to. <laughs> we'll leave the Lawrenceburg one out of it. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had good luck usually, I, but I, just not. I was uh, So we sold the bus. It's a done deal, and i got to get the title transferred. So, and it's like I took off half a day so I could get this done. The problem, and i not sticking up for the poor ladies there, but the problem is most of those poor ladies, and yeah. they're generally here. ladies, it's here. are stuck with stupid rules. It's a square rules. box. you got to stay within that box. Oh, and all the, la- the last lady, the manager up there, I think she probably almost lost her job because of me because she did some stuff she wasn't supposed yeah. to. I don't know. If you know anybody that works for the state, they probably had run into the same problems. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and not saying a damn word. Any of those bureaucrats. <laughs> but, no, the poor, I mean. It's the guidelines. Yeah, but some of the stuff they do come up with is like, are you serious? What are you, you know, why? So, there's a lot of new faces here that I haven't seen at some of our past podcasts. Yeah, there's a lot of we've done here. So we're across the line, 1524. Uh, we do a podcast every week. Uh, we're on all podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple, all that good stuff. Podbeam. Podbeam. So give us a listen. Uh, we've been fortunate to be very uh, successful. My, my one semester of radio and TV production has paid off. Yeah, sort of like Wild Man. It's Wild Man six months. Six months. You know, I have one semester, <laughs> and it paid off. So there you go. Uh, we've had a blast. We've traveled. We're going to do a bunch more traveling this year. We, you heard us talking about a tour bus. There's some truth and some fiction to that. 
but we are going all over the place this year. We're headed back down to Bardstown. Uh, so if anybody wants to go to Barstown, we'll we'll let you know the weekend. You can meet us down there. Well, just we gotta sell this to the ladies that we're gonna put bunks in there in a bathroom so we can save on all the hotel bills when we're <laughs> right. traveling. If you there think you my wife's sleeping in a bus, <laughs> that's what I was sitting there thinking. You know, okay. Let's see how that goes. Mine would sw- sleep in a tent. She yeah, yeah, I know. Dirty be good. So. I just wanted to use a toilet while going down the road. That's right. right. That's right. Well, that's what that's what I'm thinking. I mean, like we're going to Kansas City here in a. Well, not two months. A couple guess. months. So, we're renting a great big 15 passenger, but we got we're gonna have to stop. Yeah. Not for fuel. We're gonna have to stop. Oh you no, know driver what? don't stop. Well, the problem is you got seven <laughs> other people in there <laughs> that's gonna need to stop. Not everybody's synchronized. Yeah. So to speak. <laughs> Be like the so, kids. All right, we're pulling over. Everybody yeah, go. It's all. Good I don't time. care if you gotta go or not. It's good time. <laughs> Diapers on. Good time. Good time. So. Uh, drawing a blank. I'm thinking about drinking this William Dalton right Just here. Just do a shot. And just go for it, Alan. So once again, we're at Batesville Liquor Co. I don't know if we said that before. No, we didn't. We're at Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana. Largest selection of liquor around. This is like barrel a... Barrel picks. They got barrel picks coming out the wazoo. This is like an adult candy store. It it's is. awesome. They have a great so store. They're, they're, having, they're having a tasting here tonight, which they frequently do. And if you guys are hearing this, uh, it's too <laughs> late you. for this tasting, but just Here, uh, hang tight. They'll be having another tasting Pick out you know, very shortly, I'm sure. Yeah. So I have it on secret uh, information that... Uh, but if I listen, then I'm common. Yeah. You're well, the common man. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you <go. laughs> you're the common man. That's, That's right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're we're we're, we're not gonna lie to you. We're not your mom. Hey, in this group, in this group, <laughs> if, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. In, the, in this group, if you're special, you're common. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Pull up a stool. <laughs> so I heard there's a uh, that uh, I'm not gonna name any names at the moment, but the group uh, the store did a barrel pick not too long ago. And when they do the release, the master distiller is coming here to do a podcast with us. Awesome. So, oh, wow. Good. Cool. Good. So it's don't know dates yet and not going to say who, but pretty cool. That Just is got the call be. while we were here. So That's pretty cool. So... And here's Mike. And here's Mike just yeah, wandered out. No, Mike Mike's been told having me. a very fine day, Mike, I hear. Mike said, I don't want to talk. He's been working He's hard working at the today. liquor yeah. store all day. He does not want to talk. <laughs> it's all good. So we'll take a short break because I need. <laughs> you need to finish that. To finish. And then but, uh, sample a different And then we'll talk type. about a couple of the upcoming podcasts we're going to be doing. Yeah. Talk about what everybody's got to look forward to. So I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt with Cross the Line 1524, and we'll be right back. Looking for a Heisen side-by-side or ATV? How about a youth model Tau-Tau quad or dirt bike? Stop by Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com for the latest inventory. We are the Tri-State's largest Heisen and Tau-Tau sales and service center with a large selection in stock all the time. Don't shop the other guys who just want you to leave a deposit and maybe you'll get a side-by-side sometime this year. We've got plenty in stock all the time. 
Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com. Are you looking for a fun event for a fundraiser, private party, or bar and restaurant social? Then head on over to letsdoatasting.com. Certified bourbon stewards from the Stave and Thief Society help lead whiskey and bourbon tastings for your event. Your guests will learn the proper tasting techniques and how to identify flavors in the bourbon. They'll hear about the history of the bourbon and the distilleries that the tastings are coming from. It's a fun and interactive tasting event. You can find them at letsdoatasting.com or on Facebook at Let's Do a Tasting. Get a group together and let's do a tasting. Did you know that beef jerky is packed with protein and is considered a healthy snack? Check out Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Beef Jerky. 100% pure beef with no fillers or additive. MSG free and most flavors are gluten free. If you're eating jerky that has a reddish tint to it, give us a try and see what gourmet jerky tastes like. Our cuts of meat are from the brisket, not ground up, not processed, pure 100% beef. Our flavors include maple pepper, our original lakeside brisket. We have ghost pepper flavor. We have blazing beef sriracha flavor. Gotta try our speakeasy bourbon, our campfire barbecue, and our totally teriyaki flavor. Our favorite though is our old fashioned maple bacon jerky. That's right, we have maple bacon jerky. You can find all of our jerky at all the Gilman Home Center stores throughout Indiana and Ohio, at the Easy Stop Fuel Mart, State Route 46 in St. Leon, Indiana, and of course online at StangerSugarShack.com. Use discount code 1524 to receive a special 10% discount on any online order. Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Jerky, what jerky should be. Batesville Liquor Co., located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, is your one-stop shop for all your alcohol needs. They've got wines, they've got seltzers, they've got beers, they've got vodka. Any spirit you could think of, they've got it. You want some Jim Beam? They've got it. You want some Hard Truth out of Nashville, Indiana? They've got it. Or maybe you're looking for some Mictors? They've got it. Or maybe you're just a bush-like guy. Guess what? They've got it. They run specials every week. They do tastings, wines, beers, seltzers. Did you say you're interested in barrel picks? They've got the biggest selection of barrel picks around. Barrels they've hand-selected themselves to share with you. Their newest one is the 1792 Single Barrel Select Pick. Especially for Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. Get it while it's still there. Batesville Liquor Co. located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana. Or Tebby Liquors located on Main Street in Brookville, Indiana. Tell them to cross the line 1524 crew sent you. What a great evening at Batesville Liquor Co. with Wild Man Walker. Uh, this is part one of that podcast uh part two will come out in a couple weeks and wild man uh really lets it fly he doesn't hold anything back talks about the good old days some things that weren't so good old but man it is a great interview uh once again you heard us talking about the tasting in brookville indiana with stephen fonte 
from Limestone Branch Distillery. Get your tickets now. They're available at eventbrite.com or from Batesville Liquor Co., Tebby Liquor, or from the VFW Post 2014 in Brookville, Indiana. Stephen, of course, is a personal friend of ours. We've had him on the podcast. Uh, just an all-around great guy, and you'll learn a little bit about tastings, about bourbon, and the history of bourbon. If you like our podcast, do us a couple things. Let somebody else know. That's a quickest way for our podcast to grow. Also, leave us a positive comment and a five-star rating on whatever app you are using. For Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, I'm Alan Stanger, and you've been listening to Cross the Line 